Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the Bay, San Francisco, California. I am Pedro Fernandez and this is Ring Talk. 33 plus years now, often imitated but never duplicated. We're talking boxing and MMA for the next two hours. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Hour number one, dedicated for the most part to the great Hall of Famer himself, Mr. Larry Merchant. That's right, Larry Merchant, in-depth, unplugged. We'll talk to Larry about Tyson. We'll talk about De La Hoya. We'll talk about Mayweather. We'll talk to Larry about everything you wanted to talk to Larry about. Straight up on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide, the Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, two hours, an hour of boxing and an hour of MMA. And straight up, I want to alert you, at 5 p.m. Pacific time today, Sunday, no holds barred. Hour number one, we talk pro wrestling. Hour number two, we'll bring in Bruce Lee's former trainer. That's right, Leo Fong in the house with Bruce Lee unplugged on tape. Hour number two, no holds barred today, 5 p.m. Pacific time. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide once again. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Boxing a bit slow over the weekend. So as I said, we'll dip into the, the life and the times of the godfather of the HBO crew. Of course, Larry Merchant, retired now for the most part, doing some international broadcasts here and there. But he's still the godfather, turned 86 years old, 86 years young. Happy birthday to the godfather, Larry Merchant. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. One in three relationships start online and more start on Match than any other dating site. So if you're single and looking to meet people, you've got to get on Match. They're not only number one in first dates, but in second dates too. Meeting your match has never been easier. Just go to match.com slash together, and for a limited time, you can try match for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search and connect with thousands on match. So go ahead, create your account now at match.com slash together. That's match.com slash together. Do you love pizza? Because if you love pizza, the 10 any pizza deal from Pizza Hut is the biggest no-brainer in the history of the world. You can carry out a large pizza, any toppings, any time for just 10 bucks. Even a large pan meat lovers, or pepperoni lovers, or whatever toppings you love. They're all 10 bucks. The 10 any pizza deal, because no one out pizzas the hut. Ask for this offer. Additional charge for extra cheese and stuffed crust. Product availability, prices, and participation may vary. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Twelve minutes past the hour. Guess what? The Beatles are rolling out. Happy birthday for the Godfather himself, Mr. Larry Merchant, who says, according to some people, is the greatest television broadcast analyst of all time. That's right. I'm talking about the great Larry Merchant. Happy birthday, Godfather. Well, thank you, Pedro. Uh, I hope to have many more. Not many, many more at my age, but I'll take many more. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that with many more as well. Um, what, so what are you going to do today? Well, I mean, it's your birthday. It's February 11th. It's Saturday morning. You're in L.A. It's beautiful down there. What are you going to do? Well, I'll take take a hike. I'll go out to dinner with my uh, daughter and son-in-law and, um, and celebrate and... Um, I have a, some stuff I've got to clear off my desk so that I could charge into the next thing, whatever that will be. I have to prepare a, a talk I'm giving in a few weeks and, uh, you know, some other stuff. Good enough. You know, I was looking at the boxing calendar. Of course, you and I are in, um, in, 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 in shock to an extent because HBO is really not doing a whole lot. February twenty fifth, they had February twenty fifth. They had a pay per view scheduled. Rock Nation had Miguel Cotto and James Kirkland and Rigano and somebody else, and they've canceled that. Um, that's basically an HBO fight. So without the HBO dates, is that why they're going pay per view? Is that why Rock Nation was going to go in that direction? Well, I think from Rock Nation's point of view, as I understand it, they they gave uh, such a big guarantee. To Cotto, as they did to Ward, 
because they wanted they were lost leaders to start them out in the business as promoters that they have to put it on pay-per-view nobody is going to pay them anywhere near the kind of money they owe Cotto and so that was their the second fight of their deal um, the first one didn't do uh, very well. Um, the cost of doing business, uh, I thought that even though it's not a quote pay-per-view fight in, in our own, in our old, uh, uh, determination of those kinds of things, um, it could have been a pretty good fight. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, uh, I'm not saying that Kirkland doesn't bring in excitement, of course, but. You look at the big picture here, and I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit dismayed. I really thought I'd that, like to see him fight Bradley. Cotto. Well, what weight? I think Bradley could fight him at any weight. You know, catch weight, 151. 150 doesn't make any difference. Bradley has a stage of his career where um, he's looking to make the best payday he can, and he's still a good fighter and. Uh, he and Cotto, I think, would make for uh, a, a, a good, hard boxing match. He's a mean dude. Bud Crawford, don't let that Bud name sort of like, like he's a godfather. I've watched him work in the gym. He is mean. You're talking about Crawford? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, you know, Crawford's one of the best young fighters in the world. Uh, the question is whether he has the... The body language and the charisma and um, all that good stuff that elevates him uh, beyond being a champion to being a star. Um, hopefully, there's still time to make it. Hopefully, he can, um, in another six months, a year or so, step up to fight some of the good welterweights out there and make a statement. And... Um, and and suddenly galvanize all of the media forces and and some of the public at large in, into uh, building them up to the star power he should have. Okay, let's talk about Larry Murphy for a second. I I, I mentioned that I consider you like the greatest television announcer or my Thank television you. boxing Thank analyst. You. So does Dan Raphael. What does it feel like when people say that? You know, you guys are my peers. Uh, it's nice to be um, recognized by one's peers. Um, but there have been many different guys over many different times that have done the work I did, and some of them did really good work. And um, what I had that... Others, I came from a different tradition. I came from a tradition of being a journalist, um, speaking truth to power when necessary. You know, when I was a sports editor in Philadelphia, uh, Pedro, uh, and I hired a staff of terrific young writers, I wanted all my staff to be better than me. Um, And what I told them was, Your job is to inform them, to entertain them, because after all, it's sports. It's not life and death. It's fun and games. 
and finally to occasionally surprise them. And I always, you know, felt that when I uh, uh, evolved from print media to television, uh, uh, let's see, it would be 40 years ago, actually, 1976, when I went to NBC, that part of my job was, yes, reporting, uh, yes, commentating on an event, but also telling, just telling good stories, digging in, finding out who these guys are, what their personalities are like in and out of the ring, how they all come together to make this guy we're watching um, interesting as a human being as well as a fighting machine. When you look back at, at the Mike Tyson, the meteoric rise of Mike Tyson, of course, the meteoric fall of Mike Tyson, what were you, what were you thinking when you were sitting there watching him build up this record, 25 and 0, 25 wax and this? And what were you thinking when you were watching this young monster? What was, what was going through your mind? Um, it's not a widely known uh, story, Pedro, but um, Jimmy Jacobs, yeah. who was considered the go-to ring historian of that time, um, and he who himself had been declared by many people and, and Sports Illustrated as the Babe Ruth of handball players. He was a terrific athlete. Um, and he was a spokesman for the group that had Tyson. And after Tyson had had 11 or 12 fights, he called me and asked me to come over to their studio in Manhattan to take a look at something. And he showed me a series of these sensational knockouts early in his career. I went back to HBO, Seth Abraham, who was the head of the sports division at the time, and I said, I just saw this. I, I gave him a, a video, and I said, I think it would be great if we followed the progress of this kid and see where he goes. And they bought that. I know. And he had some... Bet some mediocre fights and some sensational fights, and we followed them all the way through. So I felt I was there from the almost the start. And his story of having coming out, having um, been taken on by the great trainer Customato when he was uh, released from uh, a, a, what we used to call a reform school. Uh, where he was getting in trouble as a as a as a a yard fighter, yep. um, and following his progress became what to me sport and boxing was about, you know, uh, and um, uh, and of course I was there in Tokyo when uh, the meltdown, the parade that ended. We're talking with the Godfather, Larry Mercer. Larry, can you stick around for one more segment? You got it. Right on. Time with the Godfather. We are blessed. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line, sports byline, and the number two. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide, 21, make it 22 minutes past the hour.
Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063, 800-957-6063. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that? Rock and Roll Hall of Famer class of 2012, Miss Darlene Love. Yeah, still rock and roll. I saw her about two years ago outdoors in Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. And she, was, she was the Hall of Famer that she is. The Godfather is a Hall of Famer as well. Larry Merch, of course, born this day on February 11th, 1931 in Brooklyn, New York. And Godfather, my aunt used to live on Ocean Parkway, Ocean Parkway in, uh, in Brooklyn, New York. And you lived in Brooklyn, New York. And Tyson was from Brooklyn, New York. So I guess there's a little tie in there with Tyson both well, being Brooklynites. I know most people um, identify me as you know, only with Brooklyn, New York. I call myself a New York kid because... Um, actually, I was born in the Bronx. I lived in Upper Manhattan, 
an area called Washington Heights. When we were, when I was about ten, we moved to Brooklyn and then went uh, stayed there through high school. But I'm happy to be identified as a Brooklynite, and in fact, I used to hang out on Ocean Parkway wow. all the time. Wow. <laughs> Twelve hundred Ocean Parkway—that was the apartment building she lived in. God rest her soul. Um, when you look at when you look at the current current Brooklyn now, I mean, Brooklyn's come back. They've got the Nets. They've got big fights there at the Barclays Center. Are you surprised that area of New York has come back alive? Uh, a little surprised. You know, the, the heart of Brooklyn was broken when the Dodgers yeah. left town. Uh, I'm, I, 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 I never realized how, how important it was as a, a cultural phenomenon in Brooklyn, how it held various neighborhoods of various ethnicities together it was a city. I mean, back in the 19th century, Brooklyn was a separate city until it joined New York. And with the transportation at that time, if you lived in one of the other boroughs, you might not get to, to, to all of the boroughs in, in your lifetime. Uh, the only unifying thing was when I was a child was you could stand on any roof and see the Empire State Building in the distance. Um, so, but... You know, my heart is in Brooklyn. Um, um, I still communicate with a few old, old, old football players, friends of mine. And um, um, just a year ago, I went to the uh, the memorial to my high school football coach um, in Washington, D.C. He was 100 years old when he died. He had a plate in his head, uh, which he earned while in paratrooping behind the lines at Normandy. Um, and so, yeah, uh, a lot of memories. Uh, and I could say my heart belongs to Brooklyn, but uh, I'm happy to call myself a New York City kid, too. Okay. Now, you played linebacker for Oklahoma, right? No, no, I was... I played. We played two ways back in those days. So I was a halfback, a halfback. and a cornerback, and I was the the best part of my game was uh, defensive back. Okay. Now I got to ask you. Now you and I have discussed CTE over the years, and you we know now about ten years after you uh, you suffer these concussions, things start start to happen. Um, when you look back on it now, did you realize you were risking your health that seriously, banging heads? Um, I don't think anybody did. You know, um, my mother was a little bit wary about my playing football, um, but she didn't stop me. Um, I learned to tackle with my head. I taught myself that the best way to go after a guy was to stick your head right into his middle Mm -hmm. so that he didn't slide off on one shoulder if you were trying to shoulder tackle him. Uh, in one game, um, I hit a guy, it was on a punt return and, um, I hit a guy and with all my force and I felt it in, in my neck and down my back. The only time that ever happened. Hmm. And I was on the ground and I looked up and he was staggering off the field and I felt better immediately. (laughs) Well, like, I remember when I was talking with the great Jim Brown, of course, Hall of Famer from the, the Cleveland Browns, 
Um, he told me, I said, why did you always get up, you know, so slow? He says, because they didn't know whether I was hurt or whether I wasn't hurt. He goes, it was just, the, it was, that was the way I did it. He goes, if I got up any other differently, they'd know something. It was body language. Well, that's that's true. He'd get up, he'd get up slow, like a guy getting up from a knockdown, and then he'd come right back at you on the next play. <laughs> Greatest running back of all time, pound for pound. I don't know, but in his day, he was the he was the best, and you know. And I've always looked upon that in all sports. That's why I give guys credit for what they do in their era. But it's kind of you know, it's it's an unknowable. Uh, to know how a guy was better than some other guy in a later era. Now, I'm looking at guys now uh, who the best runners seem to be 5'10", 5'11", 220, 225 pounds, quick, tough. Um, My recollection is that, you know, Brown was like 6'2", maybe 6'3", 235, and he had serious speed. Um, and um, at, in those days, he was bigger than the linebackers. He, he How took, would he have run against today's 250-pound linebackers who can run as fast as him? Okay. We'll never know. You got a point there. I remember he, he, I remember he told me, I said, so why'd you quit the NFL? He goes, well, they were giving me $55,000 a year. He goes, I go, that was big money back then. He goes, yeah, he goes, but they were offering me $125,000 a movie. <laughs> $125,000 a movie. I could do four movies a year, and I got to sleep with Raquel Welch. So what would you do? I said, okay, I understand. Well, it was true. He quit by, I think he was 30 years old. Um, he had never been seriously injured. It looked like he could have uh, some more uh, serious years on, 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 top of, on, on, uh, on top of the ones he had already strung together. But he got some offers from the movies. He was a good-looking guy and a smart guy. He was a basketball and, and lacrosse star at Syracuse as well as a, a, a football player. And um, he got out uh, early mm-hmm. and um, with, with his wits. With I don't know what his condition is today. I, I, I knew him rather well in those days. Um, you know, Godfather. Let, let me interrupt you. When I saw him three years ago, three or four, it was four years ago. It was he was wearing Walmart rubber shoes. He had a suit on, but the shoes were sort of like Walmart rubber shoes. And I remember looking down at that and saying to myself, "That just doesn't look right for a Hall of Famer, Jim Brown." Maybe he had orthopedic issues with his feet. What I'm trying to tell you is he he has some really, really, really cheap shoes on. And me being a shoe guy, I look down at his shoes. Do you look at shoes too? Sure. <laughs> but I, you know, I don't know. Maybe he was coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> I, no, we're, um, we had a big event for him here in Oakland, California. It was like uh-huh. a, a big. Well, I, 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 I can't speak to his okay. present status. I know that the Cleveland Browns uh, uh, bring him back for PR stuff um, occasionally. Um, I'm sure he's got. Uh, I'm sure he, he, he's he's tapped into the. Um, into the monies that ex-players get these days. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably has some appearance. Very social, socially uh, involved yep. over the years. In the community with, as well. With kid now, groups and so on and so forth. I've got less than two minutes left. Um, when you look back at the beef you had with Oscar De La Hoya, 
And I think back the beef. They had a couple of beefs, but the beef he had with, with, with Mayweather, Mayweather or Delahoya, were they was your job really on the line both times? With the problems I had with them, yeah. I don't know. Um, um, with Delahoya, um, a, a lot of uh, his fans were upset at something I said on the walk-in to the fight mm-hmm. um, about about the mariachi music. It was not. It was about the mariachis, but it was about the fact that he was challenging a great old champion in, in Pernell Whitaker. And the whole event was keyed to De La Hoya, who was a, a young major star. Mm-hmm. And it offended me that he was getting the play over a great champion. And so I made some remarks, and uh, a lot of his fans took exceptions to it. And... Uh, HBO, the only time they asked me, there was a fight a week or two later in San Antonio, and they said they didn't think it would be a good idea for me to go there because I would be a distraction to the fight because there was a lot of, uh, of, of heated rhetoric about the issue um, in, in Hispanic communities. Mm-hmm. And I took it, and the next time I got on, I apologized. I said, look, I didn't, uh, I should have known better, and I used a word that I shouldn't have used, and as a word guy, that's on me. Um, I, I will and, say this, though, um, I, I was offended by the score. Uh, the scoring of the fight. Yes, I was offended that, by the score. You see, Pedro, that when the audience... And the promoter, when when they express, uh, in however they do, uh, a visceral feeling about one of the fighters, that un- often unconsciously invades the, ref- the, the the judges. You know what, Larry? Let me cut it off right there. Happy birthday. Say hello to the godmama for me, and I thank you so much for your time. I feel blessed each and every time I get to spend time with you on the radio or on the phone. Thank you, sir. I'll be blowing out candles all day long, Pedro. So long. The great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. iHeartRadio. An app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens, starting from $199 a night. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. 
The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Sometimes we have to fight. Even if we know we're going to lose, we still have to fight. I don't know why. I, why can't you just say, hey, listen, you won. I don't want to do this. Right. But even though we got to lose, we know we're going to get the sh- kicked out of us. But we got to fight this guy like we're going to kick his ass like we're a bully. You tuned to Sports Byline. My name is Pedro Fernandez. What a celebration. His birthday, the Godfather, 86 years young. Larry Merchant, of course, University of Oklahoma. His mother's played played such a pivotal role in his in his life. I mean, she sent him to Oklahoma. She wanted him to get away from New York. She wanted him to go somewhere and get an education. Um, it was it was really weird because back in those days, there was a lot of anti-Semitism. A lot of anti-Semites now going now, but back then. There was a lot of anti-Semitic feelings. Jack Fisk, the godfather of the San Francisco Chronicle, of course, that's who was his pen name. His real name was Jacob Finkelstein. He had to change the name after going to the uh, University of Alabama, along with Governor George Wallace. Remember him? He ran for president back in 1972, I think, or 68. Anyway, he was shot by some guy in the street. Anyway, um, Jack Finkelstein, Jacob Finkelstein, had to change his name because he was oppressed and he was being biased. So before... Uh, Merchant, realizing that, you know, had seen people before him come and go and had to change their names and not change their names and suffered the anti-Semitic feelings and this and that. So Merchant changed his name, became Larry Merchant. I think it was Kaufman originally. Now it's Larry Merchant. He's been Larry Merchant, of course, the, the sports editor of the Philadelphia Daily News. I mean, he was with 
And he's with everybody. NBC, talk about his NBC run there, of course. The the fixture, the anchor of HBO Sports. I mean, people say Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley is a talking head. Jim Lampley is a robot. Jim Lampley says stuff he doesn't even know what he's saying sometimes because he has to talk. He feels he, he feels compelled to say things even though when the uh, situation doesn't call for any commentary. There are times when, you know, you look at a boxing match. Boxing is pretty pretty self-explanatory. I mean, if you don't know left from right, if you don't know hard from soft, you know, what can I say? You got problems. But that's basically what a boxing match is. Right? A good punch there. You don't have to tell a guy it's a good punch. Jim Lampley has to tell guys everything. Larry Merchant would save his little... Uh, little comments for little little spots here and there. I remember, you know, I watched him work with uh, a lot of guys, and Lampley was good, and you know, Barry Tompkins was good, and of course the the Colonel Bob Sheridan. When he worked with the Bob Sheridan and the Colonel, I worked with the Colonel Bob Sheridan. Bob's a Hall of Famer, but Bob doesn't give you a whole lot of airtime when you work with Bob. He doesn't give you a whole lot of airtime. You got to find your little spots here and there in the broadcast, okay? And uh, I was working with King Vision for a couple of years. But, you know, but Colonel Bob Sheridan, Larry Merchant blended with him. He's blended with everybody he's worked with. Okay. Why? Because he's a stone cold professional. Because I think he's the godfather. If he isn't, he's the most prolific television personality, I think, as far as boxing is concerned. Not, not, not a boxer. But as far as boxing media is concerned, I think for the past 25 or 30 years, of course, he had his end uh, his end run at HBO came in 2011. Hard to believe it's been five years since Max Kellerboy took over. Max Kellerboy, not Max Kellerman. Max Kellerboy, because Max still looks like a deer in the headlights. How many shows can he get before he gets it down? He just, you know, some guys just aren't, some people just aren't made for television. Maybe that's why I'm not on TV. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let's talk about the current heavyweight division. Of course, looking at the, the crop, we've got the IBF title holder over there in the UK. I'm talking about. 18-0, Anthony Joshua, the WBO title holder. Of course, he hails from New Zealand. That's Joseph Parker, 22-0. You've got other guys like Alexander Povetkin, who should be disqualified for any of the ratings because he's tested positive, not once, but twice, for Flintstone vitamins, meaning prohibited drugs, meaning performance-enhancing drugs, meaning anabolic steroids. He's a turd. Get rid of him. Flush him down the toilet. Every sanctioning body should flush Povetkin down quick. Kubrat Pulov is ranked number four. Mm, not too high in him. But the guy I'm high on, besides those of the aforementioned uh, duo there, is Luis Ortiz. Man, I mean, we're talking young guys. Now. I'm not talking old guys like Klitschko and guys like that. I'm talking young guys. This guy is amazing. I just think he's amazing. He fights better inside than anybody I've seen in years. And he fights like better than Joe Frazier, a combination of Joe Frazier, Buster Mathis, and Roberto Duran. But he just throws these mean uppercuts. And he throws uppercuts that, you know, if a guy was nine feet tall, he hit a guy under the chin nine feet tall and knock him down. I mean, it, it seems to travel a short distance, but it could travel a long distance and still connect. Bottom line is Luis Ortiz at 27-0 has got some um, Flintstone vitamin issues. I think he's tested positive in the past for steroids. We'll see what happens with that. For the rest of the heavyweight division, Deontay Wilder, uh, we'll see how he comes back. He's going to fight a guy by the name of Ger uh, Gerard Washington. It's going to be about two weeks now. He'll be on Fox TV. We'll see what happens with that. But he's coming back from a torn tricep or a torn bicep, and that's a Flintstone-related, uh, vitamin-related injury a lot of times. I'm not saying it was here, but it is a lot of times. He's 37-0. He's probably fought two guys worthy of the 37 guys. So you look down the, uh, the roster, Joshua, Wilder, Ortiz. Mm, who else? Parker. That's it. Everybody else, Lucas Brown, 24-0, but Lucas got all kinds of head problems. I saw a picture of Lucas on, on a website a couple of weeks ago, and 
He looked like he was like a 95-year-old man. Is that guy collecting Social Security yet? He looks like he needs to. He looks old. He looks elderly. He looks older than me. So Lucas Brown, uh, I don't know. I'm not a big, not high on him. I watched a couple of his fights. He is 37 years old, and that is the big thing there. He is 37, as is Luis Ortiz. Going through the ages here, Joshua 27, Wilder 31, Ortiz 37, Pulov 35, Povetkin 37. And, of course, you know, I don't know why he doesn't get any player, but Vladimir Klitschko really should be getting a lot of play. He should. I mean, he is the ex-champion. He held the title for 11 years, but people sort of disrespect him. I know they got this, this rematch. Uh, I take it back this fight coming up with Anthony Joshua. Of course, they were going to have the rematch with Tyson Fury. That never took place because Tyson got hooked up on cocaine. Not the first Tyson ever getting hooked up on cocaine, but he got hooked up on cocaine. No doubt about that. I mean... And to melt down so many times as he did. Now you realize he was on coke a lot of time. Anyway, Klitschko, 64-4. and Going to take on, of course, the IBF title holder on the 4th. Take the back. The seven, take the back. The 17th. No, the 29th of April. That's going to be, of course, in London. The Wembley Stadium probably do about 80,000 seats there. More power to him. He's six foot six. He's a power to be dealt, be dealt with, as is Klitschko. So those two guys are going to be hooking it up for the, no doubt, for the right to fight somebody else for the world heavyweight title. The world heavyweight title is fragmented once again. You know, when Mike Tyson ruled the planet, we knew who the heavyweight champion was. When Muhammad Ali ruled the planet, we knew who the heavyweight champion was. When Larry Holmes was kicking everybody's butt, we knew Larry Holmes was the man, okay? Even though he didn't have all the belts, but he was the man, no doubt about it. Now, we're sort of in limbo right now as far as the heavyweight divisions are Of course, a lot of people say, as a heavyweight division goes, as boxing goes. In other words, the, the life and blood of the heavyweight division, uh, the life and blood of boxing is dependent and incumbent on that of the heavyweight division. Well, right now, nah, heavyweight division looking okay for the future, but some of these guys are so old, 37 years old, 37, not a good age to be a heavyweight challenger or, or even a champion at the age of 37. Your, your peak is probably done, went past you. At 200 pounds, the unheralded cruiserweight champion, this guy, Oleg Uusik, he's the WO champion. He's 11-0. He's the best fighter in, in, in Europe outside of maybe a couple of guys. So he's maybe in the top three of all the guys in Europe. He's in the top three. He's a southpaw. He's an Olympic gold medalist. I think he's dropped down from Olympic gold medal, uh, the heavyweight division now, to I think to, he's fighting at 200 pounds. But I saw him at one time, I think, at 199. Man, that was crazy, 199. Anyway, Tony Bellows also on that, that cruiserweight list from the U.K., 28-2. and two. Marco Huck, the former WO champion. In other words, the rest of the uh, cruiserweight division sort of looks like it looks like it looks like garbage. And that's just what it, it just doesn't look very good. Kryglowacki, we thought he was going to look good, and then he got drilled. He sort of quit in the fight a while back, so we don't know where his heart is at. But you know, dropping things down, 175 pounds. Everybody wants to talk about the light heavyweight division. Of course, one time, man, I watched Bob Foster. Bob Foster was the baddest light heavyweight I ever met in my life. And then Bob Foster, of course. He and Archie Moore, I had those two guys almost ready to go to, to go to war with each other, a fight in Kansas City, New York in 1992. You know, I was a young little buck, and I saw Archie, and I saw Bob, and I said, Bob, you know, Archie Moore's in the other room. I said, you know, who do you think would have won if you and Archie Moore had ever fought? He was, man, Archie Moore couldn't hit me if he had a baseball bat. If he had a tennis racket, he couldn't hit me in the ass with a tennis racket. Go tell him that. So, you know, being young and naive and this and that and stupid, Okay, I went and told Archie Moore that, right? 
uh, Archie Moore was like 74 years old. He took off his coat, started taking off, he took off his bow tie. I said, oh my God, what am I going to do now? He's actually going to go out there and fight this guy. He's going to go fight him. He's going to go fight him at the Hall of Fame. I started this big fight. Oh my, how am I going to live this one down? How am I going to get out of it? So anyway, I realized this is getting real serious real fast. So I've got to de-escalate this in a minute, right? So I go, Archie, Archie, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was just trying to get some reaction from you. So from that point forward, me and Archie really didn't hang too well. When I interviewed him, in 1993, the following year in Richmond, California, actually, I was supposed to interview him for a pay-per-view special. Get this. We're doing a pay-per-view special, a home pay-per-view special, close circuit, I forget what it was, for some big fight with Holyfield, I think, and, and uh, Larry Holmes or George Foreman, something like that. He was in a fight. So we're doing, yeah, George Foreman. So I interviewed Foreman for the for the telecast, for the, the pay-per-view telecast. And it was a five-minute thing. And I had five minutes, supposed to be four minutes with Foreman and one minute with Archie Moore, okay? Well, George went over the four minutes. He went like 440, 445. So at five minutes, they just cut off my window and they cut off my satellite. I could have stood there and made like I was faking the interview with Archie Moore, but I didn't want to do that either, okay? Anyway, they cut off the satellite, so the camera was still rolling. I told him they cut off the satellite. He got up in my face. He goes, this isn't the first time you disrespected me. I said, Archie, I'm not disrespecting you. I mean, we're talking about the guy with the most ha- the most knockouts in the history of boxing, and he wants to uh, <clears throat> rearrange my face. Saul Alvarez, the uh, world, of course, oh, man, he's 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 looking good. We're talking about pound for pound, guys. Right now, is he pound for pound the best? Mm, no, but people want to say he is. Of course, he's Mexico's best, and Mexico right now is uh, one of the driving forces behind the world of professional boxing, has been for years. Of course, but the Ukraine and places like that are now starting to take over the former Soviet Union. Andre Ward, 175 pounds, 31 and 0. Of course, coming off that very, 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 very controversial win over Sergey Kovalev. Kovalev now 30 and 0, 30, 30 and 1. Of course, Kovalev losing. Man, that was that was a hard decision to lose. Adonis Stevenson, he's the uh, third ranked light heavyweight, 28 and 1. Joe Smith Jr., a guy that knocked out Bernard Hopkins a few months ago. That was sort of funny. For Bernard Hopkins to go out, be knocked out by a nondescript guy by the name of Joe, Joe Smith Jr., sort of fitting, isn't it? Uh, Iliadir Alvarez is going to be number five. And all these other guys, I'm not really getting all excited about. Nathan Clevery, number seven, former WO champion, big deal. 168 pounds. Is that something to really get excited about? Yes, because... It's a division between two super divisions. I think the light heavyweight divisions are a great division. I think that the, the middleweight division is a great division. The middleweight, super middleweight, well, it was put in there because it's not, not fair for guys that are small, too small to make 160 to fight at 175. That's a decided advantage. And the verse is the same as the, same as the, uh, the flip side. Guys that are too small to fight at one. Anyway, let's call Gilberto Ramirez, the WO champion at 168. Of course, he is 34 and zip. Pretty good-looking fighter, 25 years, old, 25 years old, out of Mazatlan. George Groves, number two. Of course, he's out of the uh, UK, 25 and three. Groves, number two. I don't know. Chris Eubank, number three, according to BoxRec.com. Chris Eubank Jr. just turned down a fight, supposedly with uh, Gennady Golovkin, 24 and one. Arthur Abraham, he's still around, 45 and five. Man, I mean, uh, Andre Andre Ward beat him in that Super Six tournament like five, six years ago. Callum Smith, James DeGaulle, Felix Sturm. Any of that get you excited? No, obviously, you probably, outside of Gilberto Ramirez and, and Eubank Jr., you probably have to take a lot of Viagra to get up for the 168-pound uh, divi- division in boxing right now. 160 pounds, the working man division. Why do I say that? Because back in the 50s and 60s, when the world middleweight division was such the, the rage, uh, the reason why it was is that the average man weighed about 160 pounds. 
yes, life has changed. I think the American male now weighs close to 190 pounds, better than 200 pounds. But Janani Golovkin, Triple G, 36 is it, man. 33 knockouts, say what you want. But pound for pound, he's got to be up there. Of course, he's taking on Danny Jacobs. This is a big fight. Danny Jacobs was training in Oakland, California. Take that back in Hayward, California with Virgil Hunter. And I'm hoping to have audio with him next week. But Jacobs and Golovkin going to settle this thing for the world middleweight title. It's going to go down. Great fight. Pay-per-view March. 36-0 Golovkin. 32-1 Jacobs. The rest of the guys at um at 160, Billy Joe Sanders stands out, the WL champion, 24-0, but the Gypsy's got to fight somebody, and he's got to do it real quick. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, all across America. We are the insiders looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk. I'm just excited, uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro. If you give me enough money, I'll fight my own mother. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. Listen closely. You don't have to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain-relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Doctor-approved medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us, 800-816-0365. One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping, plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-816-0365 Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The horns of the mighty Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of combat sports, both boxing and MMA. And we talk pro wrestling on occasion as well. 1 800 878 play. One hour to go. Of course, talking MMA in hour number two. The USC going live and hot. Of course, last night, females in the main event. We'll talk about that. The first ever world's female bout uh, at 145 pounds. First ever world's featherweight title bout. Of course, really. Created for the uh, Chris Cyborg Santos, she tested positive for some Flintstone vitamins maybe a couple of months ago. She, she's out of the mix right now. Speaking of the mix, we'll talk in depth next week. I'm going to try to bring him on, folks. How can I push this? He is the premier odds maker when it comes to the world of sports. I'm talking about the great Charles J. I've had him on a nighttime show, but unboxing next week. That's what his major forte is. Boxing and combat sports, boxing especially. So next week we're going to try to roll with Charles J. Hearn, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. He doesn't shut up much, so you got lots of lots to listen to. In, in, in 20 minutes, he'll give you like 10 hours worth of information. The great Charles J. next week on the Sports Byline Broadcasting with Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't forget, hour number two is still to come right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting where this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. USA Radio News with Tammy Rose. Two young girls are fighting for their lives following a shooting in Chicago over the weekend. Police said the girls ages 11 and 12 years old were both in critical condition after being shot in their heads on Chicago's south side. The 11-year-old was sitting in a parked car when a bullet struck her in the back of her head. The 12-year-old was struck in the head in an unrelated shooting while she played with friends. A man and woman were shot and killed, at least four others wounded, in separate weekend incidents. A rally against the Trump administration's immigration policies was held in New York City. Several hundred people came out for this rally organized by the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. Their numbers were kept down by the icy rain and wind, but their enthusiasm against the president's executive orders was not dampened, as exemplified by Mayor Bill de Blasio. We stand unified and let us note the constitutional system is still functioning. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies, and rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, for a man aged 45 non-tobacco user, it's $1 million of coverage at $75 per month, level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-tobacco user can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 866-713-5330. That's 866-713-5330. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters at 866-713-5330. That's 866-713-5330. Remember, 866-713-5330. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes for preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify. Senator Jeff Flake says the message the recently imposed Trump travel ban sends to U.S. allies is not a good one. Obviously, the president wants to keep uh, the country safe. Uh, I recognize that. I think uh, everybody does. And I applaud him for, for trying to do so. Appearing on CBS's Face the Nation, the Arizona senator adds the travel ban needs to be constitutional while the U.S. needs to determine where the real threats are rather than what was said during the campaign. Meanwhile, the president is defending his controversial travel ban order, calling a recent stay of his order a court breakdown. Donald Trump tweeted that 72 percent of refugees admitted into the U.S. after the appeals court in San Francisco struck down his travel ban have come from the seven countries he had targeted in his order. He said the refugees came from Syria, Iraq, Somalia, Iran, Sudan, Libya and Yemen between February 3rd and the 11th. You're listening to USA Radio News. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. The Trump administration is trying to decide whether it can make good on one of the president's campaign promises concerning foreign policy. Here's USA's Chris Barnes in Washington. The White House still weighing whether to move the U.S. Embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. The embassy is a sticking point, and moving it could be seen as a de facto U.S. recognition of Jerusalem as the undivided Israeli capital, something critics have said would be detrimental to the Israeli-Palestinian peace process. Trump telling the Israeli newspaper Israel Hayam that moving the embassy is not an easy decision. He also said he doesn't believe continued Israeli settlement expansion is beneficial for peace. I'm Chris Barnes. Senator Bernie Sanders is accusing the Trump administration of mishandling immigration and health care. What we need to do right now is focusing on bringing the American people together around a progressive agenda. Appearing on NBC's Meet the Press, the independent senator from Vermont says the Trump administration is out to divide Americans. He was severely critical of the White House travel ban and its vetting process, accusing the administration of causing hatred for Muslims and other minority groups. Another retailer is dropping Trump products from its lineup. Sears Holdings, owner of Sears and Kmart, will no longer offer Trump home merchandise. More than 30 items are among those getting the axe, including bedding, and furniture. For USA Radio News, I'm Tammy Rose. 
My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. Ladies and gentlemen, Live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This hour, we're talking mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves. Having defended that title off for better than 32 years straight up today, we're talking UFC 208, folks. Of course, in the books, there's a new world featherweight champion. She's a female. She comes from Holland. We'll talk about her in depth. And, of course, the girl she beat, Holly Holm. Holly Holm on a three-five skid. Of course, a girl from Albuquerque, New Mexico, who just last year burst onto the MMA world by knocking out Ronda Rousey. Remember that? Well, things change. Three fights later, she's a loser. Three fight loser. Not a good thing in the world of mixed martial arts to lose three straight, even though they're all against top-level competition. Open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Anderson Silva, the former iconic figure. I say former because once he tested positive for steroids, I said... Can't respect Anderson, Anderson too much no more. Anyway, he was on the card as well, as was Reynaldo Souza. But the guy that stole my eye was Dustin Poirier taking on Jim Miller. So straight up, lots of USC to talk about. We'll also talk about the World Series of Fighting and some Bellator as well. Of course, Bellator coming to the Bay Area, the SAP Center. Wow. Matt Mitrione and Fedor Milanenko just right around the corner. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Check it. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, eight and a half minutes past the hour. Live from the city by the bay. I am Pedro Fernandez, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It's Eric Newton here from Together.Guide with your Together Minute. We all have baggage from the past. That's just the human condition. Pretending it's not so won't change a thing, but going to therapy will. The most successful couples I've interviewed have all, without exception, had the help of a neutral third party like a therapist or even a clergy member to keep their relationship on track. You can't see the back of your head without a mirror, and likewise, you can't see the impact of your personal baggage without the help of an expert. And if you think you don't need the help, I get it. But honestly, you're either being naive or you're avoiding something you don't want to face. And I know that because you're human and we all have challenges, particularly in the relationship context. Ignoring those challenges won't help them, but developing the tools to manage them will. And a great way to do that is therapy. This is Eric Newton from the Together Podcast. To learn about our show, visit our website at www.together.guide. The Together Minute is brought to you by Match.com. One in three relationships start online and more start on Match than any other dating site. So if you're single and looking to meet people, you've got to get on Match. They're not only number one in first dates, but in second dates too. Meeting your match has never been easier. Just go to match.com slash together, and for a limited time, you can try Match for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search and connect with thousands on Match. So go ahead, create your account now at match.com slash together. That's match.com slash together. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Jermaine Durandamy. I guess that's a name you're going to have to remember. I have a hard time saying that. I have a hard time with certain names. I just do. I mean, you would think that having spoke publicly now for like mm, better than three decades, I'd sort of have this down by now, but not really. Anyway, especially when those Russian, those Asian names. Oh, my God. So when I 
here my buddies like Jimmy Lennon, we were over in um, in uh, in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and he was just running stuff off, and he understood some Ukrainian, some Russian, speaking Spanish. So Jimmy's amazing. Anyway, Jermaine Duran to me beating Holly Helm. We'll get to that in just a little bit in depth. We'll also hear from a Fox Sports report with Kenny Florian, of course, and the former Cupcake herself, Misha Tate. Misha Tate, of course, lost, uh, beat Holly Holm. So we'll see what happens when that tape rolls in a couple of minutes. But the rest of the card, um, I'll put it to you like this. Dana White said the best part of this card was his plane ride home. Oh, man. I mean, that's that. yeah, the card wasn't very good. Anderson Silva, the co-main event, of course, the Spiders, I said, tested positive for uh, anabolic steroids, performance enhancing drugs, follow what you want, but he's not my favorite guy. Of course, he beat Derek Brunson last night, but this was a little weird to me, and I'll tell you why. The scores are 29-28, 29-28, 30-27. So that means two rounds of one, two rounds of one, and three rounds of zip for Anderson Silva. Well, we thought, and the people on TV thought that Silva was getting beat. Okay, he was doing some flashy stuff, but I think Brunson outlanded him with strikes, I think, by like 60 strikes in a three-round fight. That's a lot of punches to be landed, okay? Landing, 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 not throwing, landing, okay? Um... Brunson, I thought, deserved to win the fight. And guess what? The broadcast team for the USC, uh, Joe Rogan and company, they thought he should have won the fight too. But once Anderson Silva was called the winner, they were sort of like in shock <clears throat> for a moment, and then they just rolled with it, just like pros. They just rolled with it. They realized, you know what? We're not going to do a Larry Merchant. We're not going to call him on this one. We're just going to roll with it. They realized we're giving this iconic MMA fighter who they keep calling the greatest MMA fighter of all time with an asterisk next to his name. Because of the anabolic steroid issue. Oh, you, can't, you can't just say, well, he only took them once. Come on. Nobody takes steroids once. You don't get laid once. Huh? You don't get drunk once. Come on. It doesn't happen that way. Anyway, the rest of the card, as far as um, quality was concerned, I'll go through that in a second. But Anderson Silva, former world middleweight champion, gave Cormier a good run last year. Of course, Cormier, the ranking 205-pound light heavyweight title. Of course, did the Fox broadcast last night on Fox Sports, one of the prelims. Pretty good broadcaster, man. He really has got a future in that. I think no doubt about it. But Cormier and Silva, Silva sort of exposed what Cormier is all about. He kicked him in the ribs, and he sort of, like, deflated. And that was the time to jump on Cormier. In fact, had Silva jumped on him, had had anything to jump on him with, you know, because he was an old guy. He took the fight, like, on three hours' notice. I kid you not. He found out, like, on a Friday afternoon that is that uh that this fight was going to happen so Silva said with um John Jones and Cormier so Anderson Silva said I'm 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 here I'm I'll take the fight so he took a fight with a a world champion on a couple of hours notice what stones huh what intestinal fortitude or what a company guy call him what you want anyway last night getting that win over Derek Brunson uh, it has a smell to it. Ronaldo Souza, no smell to this win, folks. Of course, another middleweight. This guy is amazing. He knocked out Tim Bosch. It was a submission. Take that out of Kimura. was a submission. Three minutes and 41 seconds into round number one. It was, how can I put this to you? You know, Souza just continues to amaze people. He's just like one of those guys where you can't wait to see him go out there. He's like, wow, the real deal. You know, there's a couple of guys that are the real deal. But right now, he is the real, one of the real deals at middleweight, taking out the gatekeeper himself, Tim Bosch. If you can't beat Tim Bosch, you don't fight for the title. Simple. That's just the way it is in the world of mixed martial arts in the USC. Now, Glover Teixeira, former USC light heavyweight title challenger, of course, lost to John Jones. 
What a puncher, man. This guy really, really punches hard. He took out a guy last night via unanimous nod across the board, 30 to 26. They gave him an extra point as Jared Corninair was very, how can I put this, tough. He was like a sponge. He just absorbing punch after punch after punch after punch. Not good, man. Just not very good. I mean, you know, not for your longevity, your health, and being able to tell your kids, hey, that's me on TV. Yeah, you don't know him. Don't, don't, don't want to be describing fights like that, you know, 15 years down the road. That's what happens. People don't realize that. You know, they see these wars on TV, and they see these guys, you know, just like these NFL games. They see all these guys going to war on, uh, on the gridiron, and then they see them 10 or 15 years later, like I do at sporting events or at, at sports bars or at, at, you know, celebrity signings and this and that. And you realize, you know, they can't walk. Some of them can't talk, this and that. Yeah, contact sports is ugly. It's just ugly. No doubt about that. But the guy that sold the show last night, I thought, was Dustin Poirier. Right on, Dustin. Now at lightweight, 155. Took out the Cowboy, Jim Miller. Decision across the board, unanimous. Take the back, majority. One judge had it even at 28-28. Uh, one judge had it three, three rounds of zip. The other had it two, two to one for Dustin Poirier. I, Poirier. I thought Poirier did the better of the um, two. I thought he looked spectacular. I thought he finished well. I thought his um, his boxing, especially from the left-handed stance, remind, reminded me a whole lot of me when I was young. So I thought that that Dustin Poirier last night, with his interview as well, the post-fight interview, stole the show. Jim Miller, of course, uh, suffering from Lyme's disease. He got bit by a tick, never really has fully recovered from that. I don't think you ever do. Your joints and your muscles get messed up. But he put up a formal, uh, put up a great, great effort last night. Just came up short in the third round um, after three rounds or three five-minute rounds. But Miller on a, on a winning streak, I think three straight good-looking fights. But, you know, he come up against Dustin Poirier. And Dustin Poirier, I think, is ready to go places as far as 155 is concerned. But then again, there's Khabib. There's Khabib. It's all about Khabib at 155. Khabib and Connor. Connor and Khabib. That's all you want to talk about. In fact, I think that Connor McGregor would rather fight Floyd Mayweather in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, than fight Khabib. Why? Khabib might hurt him. Khabib will hurt him. Okay. This is, this is a fight. This is really the fight at 155. This is the fight that I want to see. The reason why is that this is a really serious challenger. Really serious. You'll find out UFC 209. This is a really serious challenger for Conor McGregor. Conor's got to know it as well. Man, I'm telling you, this guy is for real. Anyway, look at the rest of this card. Mm, Ryan LaFair was a winner early on. Nick Lentz lost to Islam uh, Makachev. And that was a lightweight bout. Wilson Race was a winner over uh, Uki Sakasaki. That was unanimous. Now those guys are fighting the flyweight, 125. Welterweights, you know, welterweights are cool. You know what that is, right? 170 pounds. But now Muhammad beat Randy Round unanimous not across the board. It was a marathon card. It was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 out of 11 fights went to the, went to the scorecards. That's terrible. That's terrible. I don't think Joe Silva ever had a card that went that many fights to the scorecard. But when fights go to the scorecard, people's scorecards, people tend to get unexcited. You know, they want to see a knockout here and there. Not just one submission. Not just a Kimura. They want to see people get, you know, knocked the you-know-what out. I mean, that's what contact sports is all about, right? Straight up. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide, open phone lines around the world. Internationally, you can call me on international toll-free phone line, 0 800 878-7529. It's internationally 0 800 878-7529. Domestically, it's 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Now, in our next segment, we'll examine and break down the main event. We'll break it down, of course, with some Fox TV help as well. We'll talk about 
Jermaine Durandamy beating Holly Holm for the World Featherweight title. The, the inaugural bout at 145 for women took place last night, UFC 208. That was the main event. Uh, the card sort of stunk. You are, yeah, Dana White said, Dana White said, the best thing about this card was me going home. What does that say? It says the card was terrible. They put it on pay-per-view. In other words, people, people who were UFC freaks had to pay like 60, 70 bucks for this? High death, maybe more? What a ripoff. You should have stole off the internet. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, folks. Live from the city by the bay. This is Ring Talk on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 203, and the American Forces Network. Live from San Francisco, this is Sports Byline. Who's this guy you're fighting? This guy is a dead man walking. That's who this guy is. What are you going to do to this guy in the ring, physically? I am going to maul him. I'm going to rip him limb from limb. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. 
800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. You know, everyone has their moment of picking themselves off the floor, and I'd gone through several of mine, but no one had had actually seen me go through it, and maybe I just had to be that example of picking myself off the floor for everyone, and maybe that's what I'm meant for. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. (laughs) I'm going to like you. I'm going to hang you, but I'm going to like you. Good old Ronda Rousey is saying she was going to set an example for somebody. What? For being a poor sport and a bully? She set that example, no doubt about that. Hey, let me tell you. She, of course, was one of my favorites. And then over time, she just became grating. That's just the best, best way to put it. Her interviews were like grating. It was like just an effort to want to talk to her on the phone. So the superstardom went to her head. She believed the press releases. Of course, a lot, a lot of those were probably written by me, so I'm guilty of that to an extent. But let's talk about Holly Holm. Holly Holm, of course, now a loser of three straight fights. She was a, a, a woman's world champion as a boxer. I mean, holy cow. She did like... 36 wins, uh, 36 fights, 33 wins. I think she lost a couple of fights. I was there when she lost one of them. It was on a, a cut. So, I mean, she only lost one fight in her life. So, she was an amazing, amazing boxer, man. No doubt about that. Pound for pound, one of the great boxers in women's boxing. A kickboxer, she was like 2-1 uh, and one as a kickboxer. Lost that one fight by knockout. Her mixed martial arts record was 10-0. and 0, And she went on a three-fight losing streak. After beating Ronda Rousey, she went on a three-fight losing streak. And, of course, she lost last night to Jermaine Durandamy. Now, who's that? Wow. She fights out of the American Kickboxing Academy down there with Cain Velasquez and Kyle, Kyle Kingsbury, the retired king down there in Silicon Valley. She's now 7-3 as a MMA artist, but get this, as a kickboxer, she's 37-0. and 37-0. Somebody said 47-0. There's 10 extra fights somebody didn't put up there, but 37-0 with 14 knockouts. Never lost a fight in her life as far as a kickboxer was concerned. So her and Holly Holm went back and forth. I mean, these are two of the best, most accomplished women in mixed martial arts. I mean, they both got great, great backgrounds. So guess what? At the end of the day, one of them had to win. We'll break, we'll break this fight down with Kenny Florian and Misha Tate right now on Fox TV. Well, Holly was very emotional to start this fight. Duran meet very calm and composed and you can see the, those blitzes right there Duranami just sitting down on her right hand and landing it brutally and there's that late shot after the bell and that is a big mistake from the referee he didn't do it once he did it twice and you gotta take a point away I mean the first time they do that you have the right to take a point away and he said one more time this isn't baseball right. you don't it's get three strikes, strikes. you don't get three illegal strikes, strikes okay yeah. So that was a bad mistake there from the referee. And it was in the third round where Holmes started to adjust. He started to counter a lot, a lot more. And that left hand really nailed Duranami and dropped her. It was a very nice shot there uh, from Holly Holm. So it was just a little bit, maybe too little, too late there for Holly Holm. And how do you quantify something like that? How do you know how much those shots after the bell affected the performance of Holly continuing forward? And when you don't take away the points and it happens twice, that very well could have uh, changed the outcome of the fight. It obviously would have changed the score. And like I said, you can't quantify how much that really hurt Holly, how much that put a dent in her game. That was a really hard shot she took after the second round. It could have affected her movement and many other things for her moving on in this fight. People are going to talk about that point or that, Mm -hmm. what should have been a a point taken away. 
uh, in this fight for a very long time. Well, but it's not like Jermaine is known to be a quote-unquote dirty fighter or anything. Right. So you can understand that maybe people do get caught up in the emotion, but when... You know, you play it back. Uh, it gets loud good. in there, but here's the thing. She didn't just do it once. She did it twice. Yeah. And, 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 again, maybe it's not the fault of Duranami. Emotions are running high. It's very loud yeah. in there. To me, that's the ref's fault. The ref it has to take charge, and you got to protect the fighter. But, you know, I guess to give another argument, one thing they always tell you, protect yourself at all times. You cannot let your guard down. And you notice that Holly did that the second time that the bell went off yes. and a yeah, couple yeah. late shots came. She was yep. a little bit more ready for that. I don't think either one of these ladies intended for this to be a dirty fight by any means, but you've got to train yourself. It's part of being a professional athlete that when you hear that buzzer, you stop, period. The fight is on hold for a minute. You get back to action when the bell goes off again. Referee's going to learn a lot from this. I think this is the first time I've seen him in a, in a UFC main event. And, uh, again, I'm, I was very, very surprised they didn't put a more experienced referee in there for a main event. Absolutely. I think I have to agree with you on that one, Kenny. So how did you personally score the fight? It was 48 to 47 yeah. on all the scorecards. It, it was a close it fight. Was and close. That was a really tough fight uh, to score. I thought early on it was uh, GDR. It was Jermaine Durandamy getting it done early. Holly Holmes started to turn it on later in the fight. I mean, I thought it was going to be a 48-47 decision for Holly Holm. That's what I thought was going to happen. I don't really have a problem with 48-47 with Jermaine Durant. It was a very close fight. It was absolutely a very close fight. I have to agree with exactly what you said. I kind of had it edged for Holly. I really thought her camp put together a great game plan, and she got more diligent as the time went on. She started a little bit chaotic. She got a little nervous. She was a little excited. You could tell she had more anxiety coming into this fight than we normally would see from a very calm Holly Holm. But I thought she executed her game plan well as the rounds progressed, and, and I really thought her cage control spoke a lot for itself. She didn't take a tremendous amount of damage in those situations. I thought it was a very close fight. But the question is, Misha, though, there, it, it, it may have been volume versus damage. I mean, you know, Holly was, you know, putting more, uh, uh, touching, getting more touches in on the fight, it seemed. But when she did get tagged by Jermaine, those seemed to have more impact. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the power that we're talking about, about Jermaine Durand. I mean, this is where Holly needed to be careful and not over-engaging and not being over-aggressive and, and not initiating the striking. I liked it in the later rounds when I saw her faking a little bit and really drawing out the attack of Jermaine. Then we saw her counter-striking coming into effect. And I thought she did a great job as the rounds progressed. And, and I would say overall, I thought Jermaine Durandamy probably landed the, the harder punches, but the hardest strike landed was when Holly Holm dropped Jermaine Durandamy with the left hand. She went to her knee temporarily. So, uh, you know, Holly Holm can crack as well. And it was when she was countering that she was most effective. Yeah, I'm sure Holly Holm is frustrated and disappointed, but I feel like she put on a better performance tonight than she did against Shevchenko. Would you agree? I agree. Yeah. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Center. That was courtesy of Fox Sports. Of course, Kenny Florian, the retired USC fighter, another retired champion there. Misha, Cupcake Tate. Misha, why did you quit? Well, of course, she won the title. Once she won the title, she lost to Amanda Nunes in the blink of an eye. She said, you know what? I can't get up for this anymore. Anyway, the referee last night, Todd Anderson, got to look at this guy really, really hard, folks, because he sort of gaffed. I tell you why, because Holly Holm was she she was semi-concussed. She was hit so hard with that punch at the belt. Bob, boom, it was two shots. But the right hand especially just rocked her world. It buckled her knees. And when your knees get buckled, to an extent, I've been told that's a mini concussion. Okay? So of course, you heard uh, we've had neurosurgeons on the, on the show in the past talking about mini strokes and mini 
many concussions caused by combat sports and things like that, and how guys suffer many concussions before they actually suffer a real concussion that we know, which is a real brain, brain bleed, a, a noticeable brain bleed. But, you know, when you look at the entire world of combat sports, safety is where it's at. You've got to be able to invoke some type of rules and some type of safety or people would be getting killed. Now, the referee gaffed not once but twice last night, but that first time it was so bad that, I, you know, I would have been tempted to call the fight if I was Holly Holm. Just call the fight right then and there and said, you know, I'm not going to go anymore. And I, tell, I know you would have said, you know what, Pedro, you have no stones. You're a sissy. You're this, you're that. But no, not if, not if I'd have got rocked like that after the bell. I mean, I would have been in, even after she went back to her corner, she sort of rolled back to her corner, some, somewhere between a stagger and a roll. But she rolled back to her corner, and like she was like, she was on 18th and Castro. That's the heart of the gay district in San Francisco. We're talking Queer Street, baby. I'm telling you, she was dead on it. And she went back to her corner. I think she got back into the fight maybe a round, a round and a half later. But I just don't know if the fight should have continued after that point. Once you've been hit like that after the bell, you just can't recover from a punch like that in a minute or two minutes or three minutes. Or maybe if you ever do recover from a fight, from a punch like that. Because I know guys that have told me they went through an entire fight buzzed. You know, like, yeah, like buzz. I'm not talking about buzz smoking weed or drinking or something like that, buzz on drugs. I'm talking about buzz where they can hear a buzz in their ears. They can hear a buzz in their Lots of guys have told me about the buzz going on. So I've never been knocked out like that or hit that hard to where I'm hearing buzz, buzzes or, or seeing lights or anything like that. But I will tell you this, that when you do get hit real hard and you don't see it coming, you do see stars for a minute. I kid you not, like the cartoon Rocky and Bullwinkle and, and the Roadrunner and the Bugs Bunny, all that kind of stuff. You do see, you do see stars. So I'm of the opinion, although I wasn't in Collie Holmes' eyes last night, I'm of the opinion that she saw stars and that this young lady, Duran, uh, to me, that she, she fouled her and that the foul should have been to the point where the fight probably should have been stopped right then and there. And maybe give her five minutes to recover. Okay, at least five minutes to recover. But you don't give her that one minute and then bring her back and tell her, you know what, you got to go back against this, this killer. And Jermaine Durandamy is a killer. She's a kickboxer, I said 37-0, tall, lanky, good right hand. She dictated the pace early with that Muay Thai uh, kicks, kickboxing style, just dictated the pace. And I thought she won the fight by one point. But if you took one or two points away for that foul, she lost the fight. And Holly Holm deserves to be the 145-pound world champion as we sit today. But the bottom line is, neither of these girls can hold a candle to that monster, Chris Cyborg Santos. Her name is a cyborg for nothing. I kid you not. She lives up to that name, Cyborg. Of course, she's now got some, some issues with some drug tests, but Dana White's very optimistic. He says that will be that will pass and that will be taken care of. She was taking something that was in a, as a diuretic. She was taking a diuretic. She got popped for taking a diuretic. I don't think you should be able uh, to go into people's lives. They want to take diuretics while they're training for a fight. I think you should be able to. I really don't think that that's a drug per se. That's a that's a water thing. We're taking water out of your body. We're not taking we're not using drugs for performance enhancing. We're trying to make weight. So I'm really against them going in there for for diuretics and things like that. And I also believe in IVs before fights. If somebody male or female struggled to make the weight and is lacking in potassium and things like that, well, guess what? Give them the IV. Let them get that back in their bloodstream. Twelve hours, twenty four hours later, they're gonna fight and their systems back somewhat together. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, open phone lines around the planet, 00 That's from outside the continental USA, 00 800 Within the continental USA, it's 
1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-PLAY. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 203, and the American Forces Network. This is Ring Talk. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com match. Cash back match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795 Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Can't you keep out of trouble? (laughs) 
You know, I was reading The Guardian this morning. Yeah, The Guardian from across the pond. Good stuff. Anyway, uh, a column by Josh Gross, and he sort of started things off like this. No matter how hard promoters attempt to convince the public otherwise, there is no such thing as a true world champion in mixed martial arts. Are they? Is he right? I mean, think about that. I mean, we've got the UFC champion. We've got the the uh, Bellator champion. We've got you know World Series of Fighting champion. All these other lesser titles around there. And then, you know, but so I guess we we do have a whole lot of titles. So is there a merit to what that person's saying? Is there really a world champion? Of course, boxing. Boxing was known for its single world champions. Of course, for for many decades in in the nineteen sixties, circa nineteen sixty five, I believe. The heavyweight division and boxing was split up for the first time ever. A fractured heavyweight division went WBC and WBA to split up the titles. Of course, the WBC refused to recognize anybody outside of Cassius Clay or Muhammad Ali, even after he refused to go into the army for the draft in Vietnam, of course, to go to Vietnam. And, of course, the other sanctuary body pulled this pulled the ticket from Ali. And I think, uh, of course, the eventual champion was Ernie Terrell. Ernie Terrell ended up fighting Eddie Machen, Jerry Quarry, guys like that, but Ernie Terrell, the big cat Ernie Terrell. That's why when, when Ali fought Ernie Terrell, God, there was just bad blood, just bad blood for those guys. Just horribly bad blood. I mean, that was that was an ugly fight. I remember Ali kept saying, what's my name? What's my name? Because Ernie Terrell kept calling him Clay, Clay, Clay. Well, the guy's name was Muhammad Ali. He should have called him by his name, Muhammad Ali. But back to the, the uh, question being put forth here by Mr. Gross. Is there truly a world champion in the world of mixed martial arts? So I put that to some thought. I said, yeah, there is. In the minds of fans, that's who really designates who the world champions are. I mean, you know, the UFC's got the belt. Well, you know, I can start a belt thing. Anybody else can start a sanctioning body if they can get the money and get some athletes and things like that. So, I mean, so, you know, like like Harley Race, the former world wrestling champion, he was talking a couple of weeks ago on my show, No Holds Barred, which airs at 5 p.m. Pacific. I'm each and every Sunday right here on Sports Byline et al. And uh, he talked about his WWC title being just as worthy as the WWE title nowadays. In other words, even the wrestling titles have been diluted. So mixed martial arts, is there a world champion? Can you name one division where there's a guy that super stands out that can smoke everybody else? I mean, John Jones was like God's gift to MMA. Nobody was going to be John Jones at 205 for a long time, right? Yeah, until John Jones beat himself. Not once, not twice, but how many times has he screwed up anyway? Three times now? Thrice? I mean, you know, there was a cocaine problem, which, which I gave him a pass for, because I think you can do blow if you want. If you want to do, listen, if you can afford cocaine and get the good stuff, the prescription stuff, okay, if you can afford that and you want to do it, more power to you. As long as you're not hurting anybody, more power to you. I'm down with that. I got no problem with that, okay? But, you can't do it and fight. But he didn't know that he was going to be tested the next day. Of course, he was partying. He talked about getting par- uh, partying on blow uh, a lot. He's partied on blow a lot, has John Jones. More power to him. It doesn't seem to be taken away from his ability to fight, but it has taken away from his ability to make proper decisions. I mean, he's made some really bad decisions in his, in his life and in the past three or four years especially. I mean, he moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico because of a drunken driving type of incident involving, I believe, a Rolls or something like that in, in the New York area. Okay, so he moved to Albuquerque, and of course, Albuquerque was driving woes in, and then, I think in 2014, was it 2014? Yeah. He uh, got into an accident in the early hours or the late hours, however you want to put it, after midnight, about 3 or 4 in the morning. Um, got into an accident, and some lady got injured, and he left the scene. It was a hit-and-run accident. So he got there, 
And he got to the accident, boom, this, this, this accident went down. The lady got hurt. And he didn't go over to check lady. He just, he just like booked. He just ran. And then guess what? About 10 minutes later, he came back like, like that, 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 that crack addict in the Dave Chappelle show. I kid you not. He came back like, let me get my, let me get my weed and my money. And he got his weed and his money, I guess, out of his car. He's left the pipe behind. But he got his weed and his money out of his par- car. So he, he hit and run not once but twice. And then after that, you know, I was willing to give him a pass still, still, because of his greatness, still. But when he ran that run in with the Albuquerque Police Department, I said to myself, hmm, Albuquerque cops pull him over, accuse him of drag racing, this and that. I think they're harassing him because, you know, the Albuquerque PD has is, according to the Department of Justice, a very, very corrupt organization. This is hands down, one of the most corrupt PDs in the country, if not in the top 10, the top 20, okay? And there's a lot of corrupt police departments in this country. And this is coming from a former San Francisco policeman, so I know what I'm talking about, okay? But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, cast all of that aside, is there really a world champion in MMA? Christian in Galveston, Texas, is there really one world champion in MMA, or are they all promotional champions? Well, to be honest, as long as many promotions keep popping up, you're always going to have one world champion of a different promotion. So, no, there is no one true world champion. Hmm. Christian's on on the line from Galveston, Texas, talking mixed martial arts. Because last night, uh, Todd Anderson blowing the call there, not once but twice. That that one punch, at those that, that, that volley, those two shots after the bell in the second round, you know... I'm a I'm a gladiator, but I think if that had been me, I think I'd have thought the way I'd have told the referee, you know what? Maybe I'm a no condition to continue. I, I just the way I mean, because I don't know if I'd have been able to want to come back after being concussed unfairly. You feel me? Now you're talking about the Jermaine De Rondami Holly Holm fight, right? Exactly. Her getting cracked after the second round. Todd Anderson, of course, the referee didn't say nothing. Basically said, uh, "Don't do it a second time" or something like that. And I think she did it a second time, but you know. That's not, although she's not known as a dirty fighter, that's not an accident. I've thrown punches at the bell. You know what you're doing, man. You know exactly what's going on. I don't believe in accidents. Listen, accidents occur in cars, not in rings. I mean, to be honest, yeah. Jermaine should have gotten a point deducted after that little stunt she pulled. But to be honest, she did win the fight via unanimous decision, which... Majority. Huh? They called it a majority nod. One judge had it even. Oh, okay. But still, most of the entire fight card for UFC 208 last night in the Get Down Borough of Brooklyn were all decision finishes. Don't you think that kind of casts a bad omen on that entire card itself? Well, Dana White said the greatest thing about that card was him going home. I'm telling you, um, <laughs> to put that on pay-per-view was a bit of a rip-off. Ten out of the 11 fights, of course, went to a decision. That's not good. Joe Silva, I believe he is no longer the – I know he's no longer the matchmaker, and I think that, that might have uh, been uh, at play last night because you've got to put in there a couple of fights where you know guys are going to get drilled or there's a good chance guys are going to get drilled. You have to do that for the entertainment factor. Do you feel me? Yeah, I feel you, and I really hope that Mick Maynard, the new matchmaker for the UFC, will get his stuff in gear when it comes down to this, because we don't want a repeat of a bad card like this from last night. No, but they should. They should listen. They should. The the the, the UFC should have an alternative, and this is the alternative I think they should have. I think that that fight last night that was on pay-per-view, that they should put it on a UFC on the Fight Pass Network. 
and just put it on the Fight Pass network and let it go on Fight Pass. Don't bother charging people extra money. Just say, want to go join Fight Pass? They can watch the, watch the card on Fight Pass. Just put it on Fight Pass, man. They didn't need to shove that down people's throats last night because the folks that paid the 70 bucks for that, they actually got... Uh, you know, it wasn't pretty. I, I thought they got screwed. I thought that was taking their money, and I thought it was unfair. Uh, it was. It, listen, you don't take unfair advantage of your fan base. The UFC has been doing that time and time again with these monthly pay-per-view cards, some of which are not pay-per-view. Last night was a Fox Sports 1 card at best. Hmm. It, it probably didn't even help that most of the fights, most of the good fights on that card were probably on the FS1 undercard. Okay. Now let's talk about Chris Cyborg Santos. Of course, her case is looking good. The United States Anti-Doping Association has, uh, has called her. And I, I think I will get the exact drugs for which she tested positive for. But, you know, she's tested positive in the past. She always looks like she needs a shave. <laughs> but she should have been fighting last night Holly Holm, I think, for the 145-pound world title. But she's been out, and the suspension seems seemed likely. But now Dana White is saying that that's not going to happen. She tested positive for Here I go again. Spironolactone, spironolactone, a drug used to treat high blood pressure and heart failure. It also treats low potassium and is known as a water pill or diuretic. So she can say she's going to say she used that for potassium supplements, I guess, because now she's applied for a retro, retroactive therapeutic use exemption on December 22nd. According to UFC President Dana White, the case looks good for the Brazilian. So that means she'll be back in the play. And guess what? I think she, at 145... She's a monster. She probably beats a lot of guys, but she beats she beats the girl that won the Duran. I mean, she beats her. Yeah, but to be honest, do you think that if Chris Cyborg would have been cleared of all the USADA charges before this fight card, that she would have stood a better chance at beating either Holly Holm or Jermaine, or Jermaine De Randomy? Well, 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 pound for pound, she's a, she's the best transgender fighter going. Oh, come on. That's not right. I mean, what about that other person, that Fallon Fox person? Oh, come on. Everybody knows I'm just throwing knots, throwing shots at Chris Cyborg Santa. She's a woman, but she tested positive for steroids, and at times her body looks very manly. You can't say that's a girl with a dainty look. You wouldn't call her Cupcake. (laughs) Yeah, because I'd probably get my damn mouth shut. No, she don't look like a Cupcake. She looks like a... She looks like a... She looks like a tough chick. Oh, no crap. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. But, take, she doesn't take much. I, I really. Um, anyway, looks like Dana Dana White is saying that Jose, Jose Aldo and Max Holloway are a done deal at one forty five. Jose Aldo looking for to uh, come back to you know octagon supremacy at one forty five, losing that fight to Conor McGregor in twelve seconds. They'll never fight again, will they? Connor and, and Jose Aldo. That's probably dead because Connor's probably not going to be fighting fighting at 145 ever again. We know that. And that Connor McGregor, I mean, to be honest, Connor McGregor is very more and more towards entertaining people rather than just fighting. So I think that the whole Jose Aldo, Jerome Max, Blessed Holloway feud might be the type of fight might lead to the type of fight that might want to make all those counter fans just say, "Hey, look at what McGregor! I mean, look at what Aldo's doing. He's not getting the crap beat out of him by Conor McGregor anymore. So let's see him win this belt just to see if he'll continue his career." 
Well, I think Jose Aldo's reconditioned himself and he's found a way to make 145 and stay strong. I mean, that fight with Frankie Edgar was so impressive. He was just, he was studly in that fight. And I think that he's back on top at 145. I think he rolls with Conor McGregor evenly at 145 if they roll again. But they'll never roll at 145 again. And Aldo lost his only fight outside of the loss to McGregor at 155. So he's not a guy that's inclined to want to move up and wait until the time is right, he says. And by the time he wants to move up, McGregor may be done. Yeah, I can understand that. But, hey, on the bright side, at least Aldo is undefeated within his natural division, the featherweight division. And I still think that the whole fight he's going to have with Jerome Max plus Holloway is going to be epic, to say the least. Now, as far as McGregor is concerned, I don't know what his future plans are. I don't think he's going to have that fight against Mayweather that everybody is clamoring that everybody's clamoring about. But to be honest, I just don't see. I just don't know what Conor McGregor is going to want to fight anymore for the UFC because. You heard about that long list of people who were released or retired over the last 48 hours, huh? You know what? Why don't, why don't, you, why don't, we, hold, why don't we hold on to that, and you and I will talk about that after break, okay? one 800 play Got one short segment to go. Of course, Christian's going to spend with us. We'll talk about the fight scatters and release from the UFC. I wasn't getting into that in depth. I didn't think I had the time, but now Christian's going to make us have the time. So coming up, uh, this is – all right, start, start with the list right now, Christian. Go ahead. All right, this is the Sports Byline Broadcast, and where you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You know, to get out back in front of the fans and and to just be open and honest with them, just just everything about me is really out there right now. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. Listen closely. You don't have to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain-relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us, 800-816-0365. 
One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping, plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Okay, let me go through this list of the released fighters from the USC. I'll ask uh, Christian which one he's surprised with. He's going to tell me in 20 seconds or less why. Shane Campbell, Kevin Casey, Cody East, Glaco Franca, Leonardo August, Corey Hendricks, Kyle uh, Magalanes, uh, Enrique Mar- Martin, Marin, uh, Tandem McCrory, Kenny Robinson, Antonio Bigfoot Silva, Sean Spencer, or Alberto Uda. Who are you surprised well, by? Actually, Taco Man, there's a long list, but I'm going to just say when it comes down to this crop of releases, I'm surprised that Brock Lesnar, Misha Sarkunal, Takeya Mizugaki, Siohi Ham, and I think Rick Story. I'm surprised at all those fighters being released. I'll share it to you on Twitter, and I'll probably talk about it on No Holds Part later on. All the best to you, Christian. Of course, Christian from Galveston, Texas, one of our correspondents. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast. He's talking about No Holds Barred, 5 p.m. Pacific time each and every Sunday. Of course, two hours live on Sirius XM Satellite Channel 203, Sports Byline, iHeartRadio. I keep going, but the bottom line is five hour, at 5 p.m. Pacific time, two hours of No Holds Barred. The first hour we talk pro wrestling table feature Ravishing Rick Rude. And then an hour and two we talk to Mixed Martial Arts. Instead of Bruce Lee, the Bruce Lee special, we'll go over the UFC, and some other items of note about the releases as well, some of the politics behind the UFC 208, and, of course, the upcoming future of the UFC as far as 2017 is concerned and why it looks so dismal. If I spent $4.2 bucks on that company and I had the schedule I had right now, I'd be saying, I got sold a lemon. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am the man, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio is Pedro Fernandez. I thank you so much for tuning in, whether it's your first time or you've been here with me for a long time. Welcome to the Ring Talk family. Until next time, peace, love, much respect. You're tuned to Sports Byline. <laughs> 